Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. <coughs> Freedom and slavery. Now, what comes to mind when you hear these words? Maybe it's individuals battling an oppressive regime in order to obtain freedom. Maybe it's an individual that's bound to his master and his demands and his orders. Or maybe these words strike a little closer to home, facing financial strains, health issues, family difficulties, full counters, you're seeking freedom from the things that weigh you down. Ultimately, freedom carries with it the idea of being released from some sort of bondage or imprisonment or restraint. The gospel for this, the festival of the Reformation, Jesus speaks of a freedom far greater than that which we can see with our physical eyes. And that is the freedom from our slavery to sin. Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now to Jesus' words, the Jews were offended. Up to this point, they had followed him, listened to him, probably even seen his miracles, and as a result, they started to believe in him. Maybe he was the promised Messiah. And yet, upon hearing Jesus' words of being set free from the word of truth, they cried out, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Led astray by a lie, they believed their freedom was based upon the fact that they were physical descendants of Abraham. And yet Jesus reveals to the Jews, and also to us this day, the truth about man's condition. Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Since the fall, all people, by nature, are sinners, enslaved to sin. Like a cruel master, sin tells people what to do, leading them, tempting them to act and to speak and to think against God's holy law. Able to free themselves from this slavery, this bondage to sin by their own reason or strength, man is doomed to death. Only the Son, that is Jesus Christ, can bring true freedom from this bondage to sin and the death it brings. And it's why Jesus says, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Fellow redeemed, on this day, we rejoice over Martin Luther's rediscovery of the truth. The truth that the Son of God has set us free from our slavery to sin and death and the devil. 
through his crucifixion and resurrection from the dead. Up through the first part of Luther's life, he was led astray by a lie that he could free himself by his work. So he became a monk. He regularly engaged in fasting, in flagellation, in confession, and yet he found all he found was deep spiritual despair. He often wondered, how can I find a gracious God? Bound by sin and its wages of death, Luther longed to be set free from this bondage, but couldn't find a way out. It was only through abiding in God's word of truth that Luther encountered those words from Romans 1.17. Here St. Paul writes, The righteous shall live by faith. According to Luther, he writes, There I began to understand that the righteousness of God is that by which the righteous lives by a gift of God, namely by faith. And this is the meaning. The righteousness of God is revealed by the gospel, namely the passive righteousness with which merciful God justified us by faith. As it is written, he who through faith is righteous shall live. Here I felt that I was altogether born again and had entered paradise itself through open gates. There a totally other face of the entire scripture showed itself to me. And so, through abiding in God's word of truth, Luther came to realize that he was set free from sin and death and the devil, not by his own reason, not by his own strength, not by any works of him, but only through the blood of Christ. And this is the truth that we rejoice in today. That we poor sinners have been set free. Or to put it another way, are justified. That is declared righteous by God. Not account on any merit or worthiness in ourselves, but solely by God's grace. Through the sole merit complete obedience, bitter suffering and death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ alone. And this righteousness that is credited to us, that is given to us, is received by faith. So we rejoice in this truth, this day, and every day of our lives. And yet today's gospel also serves as a warning for us. As the father of lies, Satan seeks to lead you astray from God's word. To snatch away from you this freedom. To place in your ears lies, things that are not rooted in God's word. Satan did it to Adam and Eve placing their trust in a word contrary to the life-giving word of God. Satan did it with the Jews, placing their trust in their heritage, 
in their selfish pride. He did it to Luther, placing his trust in his own works, which led only to despair. And Satan seeks to do the same to you, to lead you astray, to snatch away from you this freedom, and to lead you back into the bondage of sin and death by placing your hope and trust in lies, in those things that are not grounded in God's Word. So on this day, we dare not boast, I'm Lutheran, I'm a descendant of Martin Luther. I come to church somewhat regularly. I don't need to hear God's word or study it daily. I'm good. I've been confirmed. I've already studied that small catechism at one point. I don't need to review it or read the large catechism, even though these texts are faithful explanations of Scripture. True freedom in this dying world comes from abiding, remaining, continuing in God's word of truth. Through faithfully hearing it, through faithfully studying it, here in this place, in your homes. To Satan lies, Jesus confronts us with the truth that we can't free ourselves from sin and death and the devil. We need Jesus. You need the truth that sets you free. That is the Son, the Eternal One, Jesus Christ. He has set you free by becoming a sin in your place. Every sin of every enslaved heart was chained to Him, including yours. He sets you free by suffering your punishment for sin on the cross. He is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world, as St. John writes. And now, it is finished. Your redemption, your bondage to sin through the blood of Christ. God loves us and has freed us from our sin by his blood. And made us a kingdom. Priest to his God and Father. It's God's kingdom that the risen Christ gives to you when he baptized you into his death. Your sure and certain hope is that you're made free by the Son. And it's that very freedom from sin, death, and hell that he speaks to you this morning through his word of absolution, that he gives to you at his table this day. Here he comes among us to feed us his very body, which was offered on the cross. He gives to you to drink of the forgiveness of sins. And now, having been freed from sin and death and the devil, you are free. You're free to open your mouth to confess your sins. For his blood, in fact, cleanses you from them all. You're free to praise God, to tell your family and your friends and those around you that you're justified by his grace as a free gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. You're free to follow Christ 
and not the false freedoms of the world. You're free to abide in the word of God and not to be chained to your sins. And you're free not to fear. Even though the earth may give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Fellow redeemed, the slave does not remain in a house forever. The son remains forever. And the freedom that Jesus gives to you reaches beyond the grave. Death doesn't, couldn't hold him. And neither can it hold you. For if the Son has set you free, you will be free indeed. God be praised. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.